This is episode 742 for June 2022. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is by the Dum Dum Girls, and the song is called, appropriately, Cult of Love. That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode of Spider History. Before we get to JR talking about it, I want to thank people that logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. It made it possible for you to listen to this episode. They help me pay the bills. They also get some nice perks like their name read in front of each podcast. They also get their name in front of the video live streams. They get some uh, exclusive podcasts like our Spider Satellite episode and Crawl Space swag like a t-shirt and coffee mugs and stickers, etc. So a big thank you goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, uh, Scott, Vinkman, Beautiful Vosh, Adam, Avery, Brian, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, Jacob, James, Jesse, John, Kelly, Laura, Noah, O-Force33, Ryan, Sarah, Scott, F, Scott M, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Craig, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Hafskimo, I'ma skip this one, Ira, J, JB, Jared, John M, Josh, Curtis, Mitzi86, Nick, Patrick, Ryan, Sailor Sega, Steven, Stewart, and Symbiobro, and Toby Z. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, we're going to talk about Cult of Love. Betty Brant fans, get ready. Here it comes. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our June Spider History with... JR, there's JR bringing the love. You're supposed to bring the funny, not the love, but well, that's, well, that's because we have a special story this month, oh, which is all yeah. about love. Students, all about love. All about love. And who better to bring it than myself? Oh, gosh. Cult of Love. We're w- reviewing Web 40 to 43 from 1988. Written by Peter David and Alex Savick on pencils. Yes, one of your favorites as far as Two of my favorites. Peter David and Alex Savick. That's true. Two of my favorites. Uh, We got Milo watching at 1 a.m. in the U.K. Milo, you should be in bed, but I appreciate you staying up, sir. Well, certainly. Hopefully, we'll be able to yell loud enough to keep him awake during this this time. But, uh, yeah. You know, we have but since we don't have George. Since we don't have George here though tonight, you know, we just kind of won't reach that fever pitch of, of <laughs> uh, you know, insanity that he usually brings. Well, I, um, in, in honor of George, I have a Bucky's cup right here. I visited Bucky's the gas station when we were in Texas, and there you go, a little bit of Texas right here in Missouri. When were you uh, in Texas? Uh, spring break in in March, so that was fun. Doing we what? Went, we went to Galveston. Went in the beach. It was Galveston, fun. oh yeah. Galveston. We have Sarah watching. Hey, Sarah, what's up? Sarah is a big JR fan. I remember. Oh, that that poor girl. That, uh, that, that, that poor girl. <laughs> Hornacek, you're on the wrong YouTube channel. I you came here for love. No, this is not the the no, bachelor we're... with two guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not looking for love. He's uh, he's looking for us to bring the love. Bring he's the not, love with the yeah, cult gonna, of love. We're going to bring the love. Yeah. So. Sarah has confirmed she does indeed love JR. There you go. Oh, Lord. I think you need to see your doctor and have your <laughs> medication adjusted. Um, let's see. Milo says, I got no money, Brad, at the moment. But when the live stream ends, I'll donate uh two i don't know what those are thank you for each stream thank you My, well, Milo, they're pounds they're, they're pounds pound, that's a pound symbol pound yes. sterling 
Thank oh, you very much. You, Thank you. you are so uncultured. Milo, just your presence with us is enough. So. <laughs> uh, if I consider YouTube memberships, I probably should. I've got some time this summer. Uh, I should do that. That And offer some similar content what the Patreon members have also. Uh, the only thing wrong with that, and again, I don't know anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I only know what I hear other people complain about, but I'm always hearing content people creators talk about the the algorithm and and mm. demonetizing and but i mean yeah. you know that's something you'd have to look into yourself but everybody yeah. who's on youtube seems to complain about it <laughs> well i i don't know we're, we're close to 2000 subscribers so if you haven't subscribed oh. these people in the chat are are longtime subscribers i imagine oh, oh. more more f uh women that love jr in the house mary woo oh. ready for all night of jr <laughs> Mary, not even my wife is wanting <laughs> all night with me. Trust me. What are you, Lionel Richie, all night long, Jr. No. All night. I haven't long. lasted all oh, night long up, since I, I was mean, in my early twenties. I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have even. My God. Oh. Uh, Milo God. says, Jr., you're the best. Oh. Uh, Mr. Thank Comics you, is driving. Be home in a month. My, man, my God, how long are you on the road, my God. Well, he's probably Dude. starting from Maine to California. Uh, Ryan says, Jr. is the man. If he can't do it, nobody can. All right. Oh, I don't know this third hour. If you're still with me, the third hour, I'm going to be struggling. <laughs> no, we record these once a month, Jr. Oh, we that's don't record right. spider that's histories right. all at oh, once. That's right. Uh, but I just, I just stay up all the time plotting my next month yes. of, of madness. So your, your yeah. month of madness, Dr. Strange yes. has it. And so do you. Yes. So uh, take me through cult of love. The fans have demanded you talk about this, sir. Yes, yes, yes. To, to just to, to go back in time a second. Yeah. As I take a swig of diet Mountain Dew like me. Diet Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, baby. Because I'm too fat for the real Mountain Dew. <laughs> that, that is but, not the uh, advertising anyway. campaign, sir. At the, at the end, <laughs> when you're too, when you're too fat for the real Mountain Dew, diet Mountain Dew. Jeez, you are not in advertising, are you? All right. Now, now as, as all of our fans know, uh, at the end of last year, we opened the channel up for, uh, you know, what do the fans want as far as spider history goes? Yep. So I feverishly scribbled everything down on this little piece of paper right here. Hold on, and, hold on, uh, hold it back up. The fans, the fans are demanding every bit. There you well, go. What yeah, is that? Like, that looks like a receipt from Walmart for the Mountain Dew. What is that? Not, okay, quite, not quite, but <laughs> I was scribbling everything down. I scribbled okay. down that people wanted uh, Planet of the Symbiotes, Identity Crisis, Cult of Love. Yeah. Uh, someone said the Al Octopus War, but we did that one. Spec yep. 189, 200, Facade. Yeah. Um, Okay, identity crisis. Yeah, this is identity crisis. You're getting um, cult, of love. cult of love and facade and planet yeah. of the symbiotes. And we've done, oh. we did, we did the goblin issues during mm -hmm. our la last few months. We did, uh, uh, um, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we did that. Okay, so mm -hmm. I was, but now we've got three more. And unlike, because I, unlike Marvel, Unlike Paramount, 
unlike the BBC, <laughs> unlike Lucasfilm, and unlike Warner Brothers, we yeah. at the Spider-Man Crawl Space give the fans what they want. There you go. All right. And the first, this actually, this is our first of two parts of the best of Betty Brandt. Ah, oh, um, there you go. Or in, in, in Web of Love or, or Thanks, Cult sir. of Love, or as I like to call it, Spider-Man versus Mr. Miyagi. Uh, and, uh, unfortunately these issues are not on Marvel unlimited. They're not, which is surprising. They're not. They really are lacking with web and spec and adjective list. They really need to hit those up and yeah, probably because they haven't been in trade paperbacks before. So, so like, well, uh, definitely with facade, you can see, you'll see why, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, so we'll have to go through, uh, uh, cult of love and next month, uh, we'll have to go through facade without the benefit of Marvel unlimited, which, uh, which fortunately, which has always been a big help because then Brad can, show it and i have to i don't how do you know i'm not going to do that we haven't talked that's right i forget just like just like the heart says you're the magic man so uh okay we're we're on the streets of new york city all right okay the wormy big apple flash thompson the man he is really happy because you know life was kind of tough for him because he was considered a hobgoblin suspect which you know everybody in the marvel universe was clearly sniffing ammonia to believe that an adult (laughs) like flash thompson could have been the hobgoblin but he was a suspect but fortunately he was cleared and now he's happy and he can't wait to tell betty because as you know F- flash is now eating betty's sandwiches because he got tired of shashams uh-huh. so he can't wait to tell betty about this great new job he's got as a basketball coach with a police league helping kids and things of that nature so he goes to goes to view and he sees betty outside on the street just talking to some kind of you know some little weenie douchebag all right oh there's there it is brad is showing us why do the magic it. There you All go. Righty. All hey, righty. who's that next to Betty? Says Flash. Oh, yep. it's some weenie douchebag. But anyway, again, don't go into writing or advertising. <laughs> But anyway, so Flash yeah. goes, Betty, who is this? And, oh, he's just a friend. He's somebody you don't see every day. He's so nice. You and then he turns around and friend. gives Flash and Betty the evil eye. And we realize that he's really Todd Crisley. So we will re- wait a minute. Who? Who's Todd Crisley? Todd Crisley. Uh, boys and girls out there, will you help poor pop culture deprived Brad <laughs> and tell him who Todd Crisley is? I, I, I will. I don't. I don't even know. I, I cannot be the only person that does not know. You know, oh. there's a thing called Google. I could use that. Um, yeah, but why? But why? I mean, Mr. Comics says this is the best of Betty. Is there a funeral issue? Yeah, oh, Mr. Comics. <laughs> You've been you've been listening to the, too much to the best of Bertoni, all right. <laughs> so, all so, right. But anyway, well, it, it, well apparently nobody is going to come out and help help me or or pop culture deprived Brad. So most um, people would just say, "Oh, Brad, well, you know, this is so and so." But no, you've got to belittle my pop culture knowledge <laughs> well, before I, you even anyway, suggest anyway. what an answer is. Well, uh, anyway, actually, <laughs> he's been in the news recently, Todd Crisley. Uh, was the um, he, he was uh, he and his oh, wife and the, family? Is he, is he the guy with the reality show? Yes, there ah! we go. Okay, Chris, they had the Crisley knows best reality there you go. show. Got it. 
where, you know, he and his family, you know, just kept every, there we go. Kept everybody so busy with their funny little hijinks, you know, Got he it. was some kind of rich developer or whatever, but you never really knew where his money came from. He was, but he was good at playing rich. And of course, recently he and his wife have now been convicted of fraud. There so, but my wife used to watch this because she was amused by the family antics. And, and I just sit there and go, this guy's a scumbag. You've got to know where he is. What does he do for a living? So, yeah. yes, thank you, Hornacek. They just got sentenced yep. for tax evasion. Yep. <laughs> thank anyway. you, Brit Britain, by the way. Uh, appreciate the setup. And be rich is happy I got the pop culture reference. Okay, take me through it. All right. We've only anyway. got an hour. <laughs> anyway, well, okay, I'll hurry up here. But anyway, yeah. so Spider-Man uh, swings by Betty's co-op remember it's a co-op it's not a condo because they're two very different things but anyway all right so he goes by the co-op you know because betty's had a hard time for obvious reasons i mean you know uh ned was kind of acting wacky then the sin eater tried to blow her away then ned got murdered in in uh over in europe and you know of course because the foreigner thought he was a hobgoblin but betty didn't know that yet or whatever but so peter's feeling sorry for her maybe i'll go check in on betty you know see if uh, see if she went as crazy as i thought she was going to so he knocks on the door and uh now not the amazing Criswell. uh now now <laughs> we'll talk but <laughs> i was about to say talk about phony psychics and everything like that but anyway or was he a magician I, i'm now i'm a little knock knock anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Brad, I am trying to, you know, you are so single-minded. I am trying to educate our viewers here, and you are so single-minded. But anyway, uh, Peter. Knock, knock. All right. Peter goes to sit. Knock, knock. And, and, knock now I'm saying it. Knock, knock. All right. But it's not Betty at the door. It's uh, a real estate agent. And she thinks that it's a, a guy called Mr. Blanding showing up for an appointment to look at the co-op. So that's how she addresses him. But Peter's thinking, wait, 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 what's going on here? Well, the the, the tenant of this uh, co-op, Betty, uh, Betty Lee, is selling everything and it's coming furnished, you know. And mm -hmm. But uh, if, if I were you, I'd get rid of that tacky lamp over there. And Peter's going, well, golly, I got that for her as a home a housewarming gift. So anyway, Peter... You know, says, uh, yeah, you know, I got to leave here. And the real estate lady gives him her card. Well, of course, you know, Spider-Man now, now Peter changes Spider-Man and swings off. Now, that was pretty weird. What, what's going on here? I can't believe Betty would just up and leave or whatever. Um, and so as Spidey swing town, he happens to catch his old buddy Flash, who's got Todd Crisley pinned against the wall and is about to d deliver a heap and help of a, of a, of a beat down. And Parker, uh, Parker knows uh, about those. Huh? Parker oh, knows yeah. about those. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about that later in the month or whatever, and I'll complain about it. So, hmm. uh, amazing three. We're talking. I'm talking about reference. We're talking about beatdowns, which you yeah. seem to be so fond of. But anyway, knock knock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> knock knock. So, if, if Neil was here, knock knock. Let the devil. He would do the Venom song by Eminem. But go ahead. <sighs> anyway, so for some reason, Spider-Man decides to come to the rescue of Todd Crisley because sometimes Spider-Man doesn't realize when somebody, somebody just needs a good beat down, <laughs> but you know, he's, um, and, 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 and an example of, of Peter David's, uh, you know, Peter David, I, I uh, Peter David is, is one of my favorite comic book writers. Same. Now, now call to love is not the greatest story, but he, but, but, you know, one reason I've always liked Peter David is he understands Spider-Man. He also understands Star Trek. He was one of the great, yeah. greatest Star Trek comic book writers. He understands these characters. He likes these characters. So yep. Spider-Man is always coming off with a joke. And even if they're as yep. bad as the jokes Brad tells, it's perfectly in character. Hey, so machine gun humor. I, I throw a lot out there and some of them stick. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them just go yeah, off into the ether, just hanging well, over. Maybe, like Maybe it's not machine gun. Maybe it's shotgun because there's yeah. a lot of buckshot all over the place. So, 
So anyway, Spidey. So knock knock. Spidey decides to duff, you know, chase Flash away, dust off Todd Crisley, and says, "Sorry about my friend. His mother was scared by a charging goat, and he's been a little butt-headed ever since." Ah, oh, there um, you go. All right, but nice. you know, there but, you know, Spidey, Spidey then figure old flasher who would just uh, go off on you know without some kind of reason so he just happens to surreptitiously surreptitiously nice sneak one a little to- sneak one of todd's pamphlets all right well spider-man changed to peter parker and goes into kate cushing's office now you as you know now boys and girls kate cushing is the new city editor of the daily bugle because robbie robertson got promoted to editor-in-chief as jonah decided to fo- take his focus away from the daily bugle and into bringing back now magazine which of course if you remember from amazing spider-man's very earliest years mm-hmm. jonah was the publisher of the bugle and now magazine Matt, you oh. have good taste in shirts. Glad you like it. He's got the same shirt I'm wearing, is what he says in chat. Ah, there you go. What is it? It My is a Spider-Man head with a bunch of various uh, images that make up one big image. So oh, there you go. I see. I see. Uh, <clears throat> fartsy, fartsy. All right. So <clears throat> Peter. Peter goes into Kate Cushing's office and said, "Holy cow! I think Betty's in trouble. You need. To, we need to look into this." And uh, he throws the pamphlet. You. You heard of these jokers, you know? And she goes, "Oh my God." The students of love. I've heard of them. It's a religious <laughs> cult. Jeez. And then she begins her sad story of her older sister, Tracy, who was having a little trouble, you know, with the, uh, the, um, the pains of adolescence. And she fell in with a cult. Now she doesn't name the students of love. I mean, she just thinks Tracy, she doesn't say what cult Tracy fell into, but just, uh, but that she recognizes the students of love as a cult. All right. Yeah. So getting back to Tracy's story, you know, Tracy fell in with this cult, disappeared, and she hasn't seen seen them since. All right. So Spider-Man also gives her, you know, tells her that, you know, Betty was selling her house and here's the landlady's, uh, I mean, here's the uh, real estate lady's uh, card. And then Kate Cushing screams at Yurik to get in there uh, because you, you know, we have this frantic scene of everything going on at the daily bugle. Uh, and for all of you, um, uh, okay. Anybody got Gary Carter's phone number, Brad, do you remember who Gary Carter was? No, not oh! no <laughs> gosh. Okay. Gary Carter was a hall of fame baseball catcher with oh. the Montreal Expos and the New York Mets. So, so Gary Carter. Okay. Gary Carter. That's a, that's a, you know, uh, you just didn't know. Peter David's a big um, um, baseball fan, so I'm not surprised you put one of those yeah, references in. Uh, yeah. I used to be too, but I, I remember Gary Carter. He was one of, yeah, a little full of himself, uh, but yeah. he was he was one of the best at his position at his time. So, uh, and he, I think he sounds like away. Wolverine. He's the best at what he does. <laughs> he, well, I mean, he, you know, he was, you know, he he went. To, he's one of those guys though who wanted to be in the glamorous New York or whatever. And, but uh, he was from the Expos originally. Then he took went free agent yeah. to, to New York because he wanted to play in the big city. And uh, yep. uh, unfortunately, he died from cancer not too many years ago. But uh, oh. my personal feelings, but notwithstanding, he he was he. I think he's in the Hall of Fame because he was uh, one of the best of his positions at his time. So anyway, that's who Eric Carter is. So Eric goes in. Yes, you, you know your Majesty, you called, and uh, Cushing immediately suspects that the real estate person is working for the cult because what they do mm. is when someone joins a cult, uh, they wind up selling the cult gets them to sell all their assets. And then the cult gets all the money. Not to go off on a tangent, but what was the last oh, time? No, you no, go right. Uh, Miss Cushing. Uh, what happened to her? Have we seen her in years? We have not seen her in years. Yeah. I do not know exactly what happened to her, but basically when, 
uh, that Spider-Man titles got rebooted in, and I don't know if she made it in, through the clone in 99? saga or not. Um, yeah, but okay. you know, after, after the clone saga and then was she in uh, the clone saga? Was she in the nineties stuff? I, I don't know, but what I'm saying is yeah. when you had the, when they had so many catastrophic events in Spider-Man, the clone saga, then the reboot, you know, on brand new day, just a whole lot of supporting characters and a whole lot of subplots and a whole lot of stories just up and vanished, yeah. you know, because they kept turning the creative teams over and, yeah. you know, trying to change direction. And, and so a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of characters yeah. got lost in all there that. You so go. I don't know she what could, happened. She could be a villain now again, <sighs> 20 years later. Anyway, go ahead. All knock, right. knock. All right. <laughs> so Anyway, so Cushing puts uh, Ben and uh, Peter on the story, um, and um, we go back to Flash, who is following Todd. All right, so he follows him, you know, down the streets and into the subway, uh, and he winds up on a really shady part of town, which if you anybody remembers New York in the late 80s and 1990s, it yeah. was virtually the entire island and Brooklyn, mm -hmm. you know, not to mention the Bronx or whatever. But anyway, so all of New York, a lot of New York was pretty shady. At there you time. go. There's some shadiness Bef right before, there. Before Dan. Gen Gen that looks like a Peter David's ace character on the left. <laughs> Remember ace? Well, was, yeah, but that was Michael Jackson. Jackson. That was his Michael Jackson. Oh, he's yeah. probably, I'm guessing he's probably on the lower east side because, okay. um, or around Chinatown because those are, some of those areas still look a little gnarly today. But anyway, so Flash goes into this abandoned building and all of a sudden he's surrounded by cultists, including who we'll get to know later, Bruce. Because Bruce has a thing for violence and <laughs> fire, fire. <laughs> so anyway, so we have, um, <laughs> so they all gang up on Flash and yep. they, they, you know, he takes out a few of them, but they get him backed into a corner and it looks like it's the end of old Flasheroo and da, 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 Touchdown, baby. comes to save the day, yep. you know, and he grabs Bruce's knife and he brings in a a, a crocodile Dundee joke saying, as Paul Hogan would say, that's not a knife. Yeah. So anyway, so Spidey kind of knocks him around a little bit and plays with him, but he doesn't, he doesn't web him up and catch him, you know, much to Flash's chagrin. Spider-Man says, that's because I want them to lead me to their leader. You know, so he, what he done is he slapped a spider tracer on old Todd Crisley. When Todd gets into a van that speeds down the city streets and through the Holland Tunnel into New Jersey, Spider-Man is right there on top of the van. All he right. did that recently on an issue of uh, Zeb Wells and John Ramirez. Issue one. He, he is always on top of it. He's on top of vans. Top of buses. That's how he got out to, uh, didn't he get out w w the, the uh, well, another Peter David story. He oh, yeah. Uh, the commuter. commuter. He's always coming. going to New Jersey and Peter I David. where he can't swing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, as he, uh, as the van, you know, takes him to, gets closer to the, uh, the compound, obviously, where they're going, uh, Spidey makes another observation about uh, poverty levels. He says, boy, people out here must really be poor. They can't afford houses, only big gates and fancy driveways. So, but um, bum more, more Spider-Man <laughs> humor. That, <Yeah>. and so <clears throat> they, go through the driveway, you know, open up the gates. And then Peter comes to the Spider-Man's in the compound. And he's saying, this looks like a scene from the good earth. Brad, <laughs> you know what the good earth was? Probably a movie before I was born. <laughs> that is right. It is an old black and white movie, <laughs> uh, old black and white movie that was set in pre-communist China. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, if you were in yeah. a van, wouldn't you hear? Oh. Well, you know, again, then this, this is New York, right? They're probably throwing things. Everybody's probably throwing something and, you know, you yeah. hear bullets and, and plus, uh, you know, they're, uh, uh, Todd is frantically trying to get his buddy Lenny to drive fast. So he yeah. probably just ignored it, you know? So, but anyway, so Spider-Man sees Betty there planting flowers. You know, she's seeing, he, he's looking and there she is with all these similarly clad cultists, you know, like a bunch of zombies or whatever. And she's planting and he says, wow, even, even though they cut her hair, I can still tell it's her. So anyway, so at night he sneaks into her bedroom, <laughs> which she is only sharing with about a hundred people because. Oh, like now, a, now, now. Well, now it does. It's like a military yeah. barracks. Yeah, that's almost. right. You know, so, so he says, well, Betty, I'm going to try to get you out of here, <clears throat> but she screams for help. And the very last panel is crazed cultist coming at Spider-Man with a bunch of baseball bats. And of course it looks like it's curtains for Spidey. There you go. Hey, those gardens won't grow plants themselves, says Ryan. <laughs> Milo says JR was 20 when that black and white movie came out. <laughs> ha, ha, Milo, you're very funny. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I'm immune to jokes about my age, so you won't. Uh, so you're not going to. That doesn't put you on my list yet. So um, um, here anyway. we have but, uh, but Mr. Comics says I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. That there, you uh, just helped me with an intro for the podcast. There you go. I was wondering what would be a good song. And may what may he rest in peace. Yep. We got so, zombie cultist says Hornacek. We got cult of group love. Uh, Brad, since you're a uh, question for Brad, since you are a Hulk fan, do you remember a Peter David's Hulk run occurring during this time of his time on? Well, uh, well, let's see. I think it did. Let me look at the year that this came out. 1988. Yes. Peter David was indeed writing Hulk at this time. So, there you go. All right. All right. We're moving on to the next issue. Which right. Is because issue we only 41. have 36 more minutes to get through. I next know. Part. Let's go through it. Let's go through it. We've All got right. the. There you anyway, go. This Betty's, is ripping the the, yes. Betty's ripping the he- uh, mask off Peter's head on this issue. Yep. Yep. And unlike many covers, which are uh, deceptive and, and, and have absolutely nothing to do with the content, this does actually happen in the issue. So True. anyway, the story starts out with the beginning of our B plot. Um, Mary Jane has invited an old model friend of hers named Lorraine to her house, uh, you know, and, uh, of course, Peter is not there. Uh, Lorraine wants to hang her coat up, but Mary Jane swoops in and says, no, I'll do that for her, for you, because of course she doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, back to Spidey, you know, who's facing the crazed zombie cultists with bats. And again, suddenly Spider-Man finds himself battling a horde of angry religious cultists in their pajamas. <laughs> How he got in their pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> but, uh, um, yes, he does say that. That was not, that was not uh, you know, as George is so shamefully wants to say, me making things up. That Spider-Man did think that. So, yeah. so anyway, Spidey knocks the cultist around and, and, uh, finally, no, they, find, they're whooping his ass. Look at this. No, JR. they're not. They're yeah, not look whoop- at that. They pulled him off the ceiling and start pummeling him. Yeah, well, but the thing is, unlike those superpowered sod busters in Marvel team up, uh, when they went back to Salem in 1692, <laughs> and 
when they were able to knock Spidey out. Basically, these people here are just minor irritants that he's really okay. just trying. He not does. To hurt. He does knock him out. Yeah, so he, he does pretty him. well. And yeah. of course, he realizes that he's healed. He can walk. It's a miracle. So Spidey's uh, sense of humor is uh, still alive and kicking. Yeah. So he tried. You know, he goes after Betty. You know, tries to, you know, trying to get her out of there, but she resists him with all of her might. And then, you know, unfortunately, he runs into Bruce, our little pyromaniac. So, you know, Bruce goes, remember me? (laughs) You knocked me around. Uh, saving your buddy Flash. So in honor of him, <laughs> you're going to be Flash fried. <laughs> oh, Lord. That sounds so like anyway, he's, you know, <laughs> Spider-Man. Is, it's like, it's like, okay, you idiot. You know, how do I, how do I kick the crap out of you without killing you? But unfortunately that moment of distraction allows Betty to rip his mask off. And so, oh, yeah, then, look at that. Oh. Yeah. And then plan A and, you know, becomes, uh-oh, I better get the heck out of here before Betty sees me and decides to scream my name out. So, so Peter, you know, ducks into, runs away and jumps into an air conditioning vent and decides to make his way through the uh, ventilation system. All yeah. right. So, next brief interlude, uh, Ben, our, our crusty reporter, Ben Urich, decides to visit the real estate agent who is selling Betty's co-op. And he says, oh, by the way, you ever heard about the students of love? And, well, my, you know, to no surprise of his, she shuts him down and shoes him out. So, of course, Ben's too good of a reporter not to not to know that that was pretty suspicious. So, anyway, as uh, Spidey's trying to slip away, or Spidey does slip away, Todd finds Bruce, calms him down, uh, and then goes to their leader, the teacher, who, of course... Looks like <laughs> oh my Pat- gosh, wow, yeah, you wow. Guys, Brad probably was sitting there thinking, Why is JR making this ridiculous oh reference? Oh my gosh, that looks to- like Pat Marita to a T. Oh my <laughs> gosh, why? <laughs> well, you know, he's probably thinking, Why is JR bringing this obnoxious karate oh, kid reference? I haven't read but- this since 1988, so. Uh, so oh. there, there he is, boys and girls, Mr. Miyagi himself, or Arnold from Happy Days. So yes, I, re- <laughs> I remember when he was Arnold. Oh, you know, he man. appeared first appeared in the third season, but then he decided to leave Happy Days for his own web show. of Spider Man. Evidently, huh? <laughs> he left Happy Days for Web. Yeah, <laughs> no, he left. Well, he left Happy Days to star in a show called Mr. T and Tina, oh, uh, which did not last very long at all yeah and this his mr t was obviously no relation to you know um <laughs> you know mr the real mr t i'm gonna get you sucker mr t yeah. so. <laughs> so anyway todd here is saying you know mr miyagi holy cow things have been happening you know <laughs> spider-man tried to get in here and kidnap betty uh you know he's probably going to run to police uh, run to the police and and rat us out and oh by the way that idiot bruce is going even more crazy you know and mr miyagi says uh, oh you know mr. peace <laughs> reach for reach reach for your peaceful center there yeah uh, brother todd no 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 not that that far down your peaceful center reach for that but anyway oh, so 
Mr. Miyagi very calmly tells him, you know, to, you know, we hope that Betty's tranquility wasn't disturbed and, you know, go help brother Bruce and help him reach his center. And, and then the real estate agent calls Mr. Miyagi and says, oh, reporter's looking for me asking questions. Well, Todd says, hey, Mr. Miyagi, you want us to go beat him up? And, you know, he says, no, 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 no. We are a, we are a peaceful people. You know, and Todd goes, uh, you know, Todd goes away. And then as the last panel, we see that Mr. Miyagi is, uh, you know, he's doing the, bro the, the, the peaceful brother stuff because he knows that somebody's back there in the vent. So, mm. you know, it probably okay. hears him. So, so the anyway, person in the vent is Spider-Man. <coughs> and of course, here's the person in the vent. Yep. Well, okay. So <laughs> we see that he's crawling around and then we go back to the B plot, Mary Jane and her friend Lorraine, which Mary Jane just asked her to spend the night. Peter goes and he finds a supply closet and changes into one uh, costume with one of the zombie cultists. All right. Okay. Uh, for some weird scene with Lorraine sneaking around Mary Jane's apartment. I'm not sure what this was. I don't know if she was looking for, <laughs> I don't know if she was hoping that Peter had come home or, uh, and was, was, was looking to make a little, uh, action with Mary Jane's husband or not. Is this, anyway. Was it never revealed? Well, I mean, Lorraine figures in the rest of the story, but it's just funny. She's sneaking out. She's trying to sneak around and not catch Mary Jane's attention. And then because Mary Jane's sleeping on the couch to let L Lorraine have her bed. Yeah. And then she says, I'm just going to the bathroom and runs back in. So I, I don't, I'm not sure what was. See, here's here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how long Peter David wrote Webb or was writing Spider-Man. Webb was rotating all the time until Conway was rotating got on. All the time. Yeah. And, and as you see. By the end of the story, the end of this story, I really think he had he had something in mind he wanted to do with this scenario, yeah. uh, but obviously then it never happened. So, but I think he wanted to do more with it. Uh, okay. But anyway, so Flash is at the Daily Bugle, wanting to know, you know, you know, he's wanting them to find Betty. Kate Cushing, uh, of course, happens to come across him when he's when he's ranting and raving. Kate says, "By the way, Flash, you know Ben Yurick, I put him on the story. Why don't you talk to him?" Ben says, "Flash, you know." I'm following the lead and here's a camera. Take some pictures. Um, <laughs> so we go back to the B plot and it's so, so we're sort of getting to finally what the B plot's going to be about is, mm -hmm. you know, is Lorraine is obviously a model because that's who most of Mary Jane's vapid friends are. You know, Mary Jane is looking at a photo shoot where she was, po you know, uh, advertising lingerie. And of course, golly, you really look hot in these, uh, you know, Lorraine. And uh, he says, well, Mary Jane, you could, uh, you could do this too. And you could make a lot of money. Five thousand, you know, five, you can make five thousand bucks for a shoot. Really? Well, mm -hmm. you know that gets, you know, that catches Mary Jane's attention. And why wouldn't yeah. it? You know. So anyway, so Peter's back at, so we're back at the uh, compound uh, with the with the cult prisoners of prisoners, students of love, yeah. uh, prisoners of love, students of love, cult of love, uh, all kinds of all out of love, uh, just all kinds of love. So I'm what do you drop an air supply? I'm all out of love. Yeah. I'm so lost. With come on now, see you remember that ridiculous pop <laughs> well, culture? Well, yes, because that you popular. don't and you don't know Todd Crisley. You don't know the Good Earth. You don't. You know you. I uh, barely and, know you. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> so. So Peter's gardening with all the other crazy cultists. Yeah. Uh, and um, hmm. then uh, <clears throat> one of the brothers says, the teacher's going to perform a miracle. Yeah. Peter says this, I got to see. So mm -hmm. we slide, we kind of uh, slide, we slide to uh, Ben Yurick and Flash Thompson visiting a Reverend Tolliver uh, because Reverend Tolliver is, uh, um, has helped um, deprogram uh, cult members. 
uh, sort of on the side because obviously it involves uh, illegal activities like kidnapping and things of that nature. But anyway, so so what he's doing is he's explaining. Uh, he he says Mr. Miyagi is is obviously a con man. If you saw any of the Karate Kid movies, you know that for sure. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, because after all, how could this guy go from uh, a restauranteer in the 1950s <laughs> to a uh, you know, to, to, karate, to a, a, a karate, yeah. So he's an apartment manager. He managed uh, Daniel's apartment. Yeah. So, but he explained, and, and we, we have this Brevin Toller, Tolliver is, is narrating, but we see uh, Mr. Miyagi performing one of these, these so-called magic tricks uh, that uh, these uh, cult leaders often do. And uh, of course, Peter's thinking, well, you know, I've seen Dr. Strange work. So if I, there's a phony, I can spot it. So anyway, Tolliver explains like the, the, this is one of those where they heal the person of cancer. And uh, basically he explains how it works. You know, how it works is it looks like the leader is, you know, reaches into his gut, you know, and blood gushes out and then he pulls the cancer out, you know, and then wipes it down, wipes the body down. And of course there's no gash, no blood, no nothing. And it looks like a miracle has happened. Um, so dur- through the end of this issue and then just the beginning of the next one, uh, you know, the Reverend explains how they pull this off usually by using uh, a- an overweight person to begin with, you know, who has a lot of, of folds in their stomach, <laughs> kind of like I've got. Uh, oh, you know, and- look at poor Peter. He's disgusted like we are. Well, he's not sure what's happening. You know, ah. it's like, but you know, they, they again, like the, the, the teacher, they kind of mush their fingers uh, to look like the, it's, going into the body and uh, wasn't the scene taken from uh, yeah, the uh, temple of doom yeah temple of doom uh no not really i mean it pr- it probably i know what you're talking about molo rom taking the heart out but but this is a this is a common tactic of these uh, so-called healers no. um but the, they they use Gross. well anyway they use like he's got a balloon filled with animal blood or whatever and oh. he's he's got it and he, you know, again, think of a magician's trick. He smacks it on the, the stomach of the uh, person whose cancer he's going to heal. This fake blood or whatever goes all over the place. And it's also mixed with like, you know, little chicken livers or whatever. So the guy looks like he's pulling out the cancer, you yeah, know. And so once he does that, then he wipes it down. And of course, the so it's uh, so it's, it, I mean, it is, it's a common trick of these charlatans. Uh, yeah. Of course, Peter doesn't know whether or not to be repulsed or uh, fascinated. So, but that, so with Mr. Miyagi's trick there, that ends part two of Cult of Love. Citros just joined us Says, there's my favorite goblin expert. There you go. I appreciate All right. I know you're not talking about Brad. I was just uh, going to say, thanks for talking about me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, he may, well, he said my favorite, which implies that he likes the person. And I know oh, that couldn't be, gotcha. couldn't be talking about you. Uh, by the way, Lorraine returned in web nine says Ira. There you go. If you want to know she more did. about our sweet oh, Lorraine. 49. Okay. Well, yeah. see, that's, you know, it's time for me to retire. <clears throat> I just no, you brought know. this up and I don't remember. So uh, we got uh, the third of four issues. Here we third go. Mary James on the cover. All right. We got, yes. And if this cover didn't make you fanboys buy it, then you're just heartless. But anyway, by the uh, way, that's Heather Jim Salicrop on the cover right there. I, you know, that's, I was trying, I've kept thinking Starlin, but that's not his name, but it's Salicrop. Salicrop huh? Yep. Yep. He looked, it looked too, it looked too. It, it was is that him for sure i mean yeah 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 okay. i remember reading it when i was a kid i'm like who is that guy but because yeah. he looks so specific you know uh-huh exactly <laughs> i mean it just looks like okay wait a minute you know it's like okay that's based on a real person and what salakrup yeah. was an editor of in marvel what <laughs> spider-man actually. corner six says isn't that the beyonder <laughs> 
<laughs> or Bart JR, Carvey. don't retire your replaceable, says Milo. Oh, now you're just kissing butt. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I didn't realize. See, that's the thing. I, you know, actually, I haven't. This is the first time I've read Colton Love in years myself. Oh, 88. Um, I've not read since 88. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I there, there's a lot of like the web and spec that it's like. I it gets went, overlooked. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, those were a lot of the issues I didn't get until I started rebuilding my collection. And to be honest, some of those I still haven't read. Um, They're in the long boxes. They're in my Image Entertainment Center. So anyway, the next part starts with, Brad, remember the Image Entertainment Center? The image entertainment. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, I do. It's your long boxes filled with image comics. Yeah, that I you wasn't put the, the television on top. <laughs> I wasn't the I wasn't the one who made the joke. I forget. Oh, that's did. George. George did that joke. Yes, but the image was, entertainment. That, that, that was that was a classic. You know, you, if you don't if you don't have furniture and you're a comic book fan, just use your lock box. Use your long boxes. And put your television TV. on top of it. The long yeah. boxes are packed with image comics number one stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right. anyway, so anyway, we, we, the, the part three kind of follows to the end of part two, you know, yeah. we're wrapping up Mr. Miyagi's so-called, uh, miracle healing of a cancer patient. Uh, you know, the Reverend Tolliver, you know, explains what's going on to Ben and, uh, and, and flash, uh, Peter puts his hat back on, goes back out to the zombie cultist, but Mr. Miyagi approaches him with the Spider-Man mask and says, I believe this is Ooh, where does he say that? Uh, ah, there it is. Okay, Mr. Miyagi's right there. Of course, Mr. Miyagi keeps turning different shades during this series. Well, hey, if, if memory serves, uh, this web was printed on weird, different type of paper than Amazing was printed, I think. Do you remember that? Well, it, I, I don't remember that specifically, but that certainly doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes you get your paper when you can take it. And, uh, yeah. and uh, every once in a while, in fact, I, I, well, no, this wasn't happening. It, it was a little, this is a little bit earlier than that. But actually, I think in the early 90s, for example, we had a big paper shortage in this country mm-hmm. because the, the Russians were using it all for some reason. Ah. But uh, the, uh, yeah, we have some ebbs and flows of paper. Anyway, so Mr. Miyagi, uh, the first time we saw him, he was kind of yellow. This kind, I'm not sure. He's a little, he's not quite yellow this time around. Yeah. So, you know, but anyway, so we go back to the B plot and, uh, you know, where they're getting ready to shoot Mary Jane in lingerie. But all of a sudden she says, well, I want to consult my husband first. And um, this is kind of, uh, I'm not, well, I, I was about to say, we'll have to get to the end of it. But this, this, this B plot just, it doesn't feel right and it doesn't go right. And, uh, um, we'll we'll see as we get to the end but it involves aunt may of course you know so oh i remember that scene yeah 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 so yeah. we go back to uh to ben yeah. and flash oh i thought we we're gonna go to miyagi and peter we will but they we go to ben and flash briefly okay. uh and uh you know basically though flash oh is yeah there out. they are yeah flash is running out of patience uh and so mr miyagi is is with peter and says well of course you know spider-man shows up you know, and then all of a sudden there's this guy who I've never seen before running around, uh, weeding, weeding plants, you know, of course, you know, I know who all my students are. Uh, so of course I know it's you. 
but he appears very peaceful. So Spider says, "Let's all we gotta do. You gotta call all your cultists with their baseball bats and beat me up." No, 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 no. We are a people of peace. You spend too much of your time in violence, but I can and I can tell that it has such a grip on you. You know, you could use our guidance, but you're just not ready for our teachings. So here's get, get the hell out of there. <laughs> so here's some bus fare. There's a bus depot down the street. Go in peace, young man. So Peter gets on the bus and says, well, that is definitely one of the weirdest experiences I ever had. Yep. By the way, Hornacek says this issue was, according to the Marvel Wiki, the colorist for this issue is, I kid you not, Janet Jackson. Let's see here. You know, Hornacek, I know a lot of people have said a lot of things about your sanity and, and memory and, you know, the, the t- time you, you well, know, dude, uh, look, it's right there. Janet it's Jackson. Right there. You're right this time. Janet Jackson Hornacek. colored this one. <laughs> Hornacek was right. Oh, Jim Salakrup is the editor now. Okay. Keeping it with uh, Janet Jackson's theme. Do you know what my favorite Janet Jackson song is? Come on, Jr. Don't you know your pop culture? Knock, knock. Anybody home? <laughs> Hello, McFly. McFly. Do you I'm not know? I'm very well the, aware, but I'm not. You know, I'm with not, the uh, the best tying it into Spider Man. Janet Jackson's best song, Black Cat. There you go. <sighs> okay. <sighs> I mean, I, the, all, all I remember about, I mean, I remember Janet Jackson when she was on good times oh, well, uh, go. and, and I remember her trying to convince everybody that she didn't know that Justin Timberlake was going to rip her shirt off during the halftime Super Bowl. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, that was, that was not staged. All right. Here's Spidey. He's swinging I, back in New York. <laughs> so he starts the conversation about Janet Jackson and then he, you know, and then, and then, and then he, you know, cuts me off I'm as sorry. I'm explaining. I'm sorry. Janet's, you got 15 minutes for two issues. Go. Janet's fraud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So Peter, you know, first, uh, so Peter goes to the uh, Daily Bugle to uh, Ben and uh, we're cater meeting. And basically, oh, by the way, I talked to Spider-Man. Um, and, and Peter is grappling with the fact that, well, one actually, and, and Peter is legitimately confused because, and I think he, uh, because it's like, he knows that in the Marvel universe, there are people who have our magic. There are people who do miracles, you know? Right. So how do I know this guy really legitimately can't do it? Which, right. you know, I hadn't thought about that, but in the Marvel universe, you know, where, you know, these people exist, you know, can you imagine how con men would, would really flourish because, there yeah, are no people who, legi- who legitimately can do these things. So, uh, but so, but Peter's kind of having a crisis of faith a little bit because it's like, well, you know, Betty looks happy. I mean, should we really go in there and 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 mess things up for her if if she's not being hurt? Well, yeah. you know, of course, you know, Kate, of course, you know, uh, wants to know where this. Uh, you know, she she says that if Spider Man knows where this place is, she wants to know, and she wants the FBI to go in and bust it up. And Peter says, I'm not sure that exactly that's what Spider-Man would want you to do. So, but Peter, Peter decides he's going to call Mary Jane and he needs to check in with her because Mary Jane is desperate to talk to him about this photo opportunity. Look at this Alex Savick, Mary Jane. Alex Savick draws a hell of a Mary Jane. Always has. Reminds me a lot of Romita Senior. Although, although she she's a little weirdly colored here. She and well, Peter, yeah, yeah, they're not looking their best here. Um, blame Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah, blame Janet Jackson. <laughs> 
So she says, oh, Peter, I got this photo op. You know, I really should talk to you about it. It's a great opportunity, but, you know, you really need to know what's involved in it. And, you know, as it turns out, because Peter doesn't have his cell phone with him. It's oh, 1988. Oh, that's right. It's 1988. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. So they didn't anyway, even so have a bag phone. So he's using, he's using, I mean, obviously he's using uh, the phones on one of the desk of uh, one of the Daily Bugle reporters who then wants to, you, you know, who gets mad at him and chases him off. So he could, he just says, Mary Jane, it's your career. Do what you want. Bye. You know? And of course she says, well, screw him. I'm going to do this regardless of what he oh, might. My. Mary yeah. Jane. So, so she's going to do uh, this lingerie commercial. Or, or spread. So okay. scene switches to Spidey going to visit Flash, where Flash is uh, working with these uh, at-risk kids playing basketball as part of the police league or whatever. Uh, and, you know, basically he says, Flash, I hate to tell you this, but uh, Betty may not want to come back uh, from where she is. And, you know, maybe you need to just kind of back off and let that be her choice after everything that she's gone through. Uh, and flash basically says, you were my hero. You know, I had posters of you. You're just another phony. Uh, so Spider-Man runs off and, you know, this, the police officer who's, um, you know, who's working with Flash says, hey, did he talk about the, the prisoner, pr students of love or whatever? Yeah, you heard of them? Oh, yeah, we uh, we had to go up to their uh, compound up in Jersey because they um, because parents had uh, sent a, 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 a private army to go kidnap their son. And I had to go arrest the parents. Uh, so, well, tell me where this place is. Now, and he says, Flash, you're not going to do anything illegal, are you? No. So we go back to the, the compound and Betty Spider-Man's uh, visit has, has, you know, kind of disturbed Betty, I uh, know. And, uh, you know, bringing back memories and, uh, but Bruce, Bruce, Bruce has come to comfort her and help her with the answer. Uh, <laughs> fire. Fire, fire. It's up here. <laughs> it has all Jeez. the answers. So, huh? Jeez. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, Anyway, Flash goes to see Reverend Tolliver and says, "All right, you know, I know where Betty is. Uh, I know you. Get, I know you can get guys to go get her." And the Reverend says, "You realize if I start, if I make these phone calls, well, there's no going back." You know, uh, and Flash says, "Yep, I got it." So here, so then now we have useless guest star appearance. Um, no, he's an Avenger. No, he's a useless guest star. He's an Avenger, Dr. Druid, man. <laughs> who used to be Dr. Droom, who actually predates Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, there you go. But that's, but that's another story. And they changed his name from... Dr Druid likes cults, right? And they changed his name from Dr. Droom to Dr. Druid because after he was Dr. Droom, Stan came up with somebody else by the name of Dr. Doom. So they changed yeah. his name to Dr. Druid. But uh, I right. think I, I think if you know your Marvel, I think if you check your Marvel history, I think he even predates Spider Man. But yeah. anyway, so useless guest star appearance uh, because Doctor Strange is not available. Right. Um, probably because he's watching the Illuminati get taken down like a bunch. No, of he was he was no. busy over in that Strange Tales half book with Cloak and Dagger. Remember that around this time? Strange Tales is that about about a bunch of weird uh, wilderness Kids. animals? No, you know. No. No, or, or is it about uh, Sonic's friend uh, going crazy and doing a lot of weird things? All right. So Flash ah. hops in the van and plows oh, oh. through. Oh, <laughs> now, wait a minute. 
Oh, jeez. You know, <laughs> boys and girls, I am trying to slow. I am trying to guide you through these stories in a logical manner. Brad just wants to go from point A to point B, and he and, plows through and, the, and, the and gate, plows loses all the color. But anyway, so okay, Flasheroo <laughs> and one of these guys plow through uh, the gate. There you go, man. And, and the he's private got army a, comes out and and he's starts got a up. van full of ass kicking going on. Yeah, yeah, kind of like Chris Rock says: if the police come and get you, they're bringing an ass kicking with them. So this oh private army's gosh. coming, and they're bringing an ass kicking with them. Uh, man, <laughs> and a, a, a modestly humorous moment when one of the uh, private army finds Betty and says, "Betty, I don't want to hurt you, but just say, but if you say one word, I'm going to deck you." And she goes, "Pig." That was oh, the word. Good grief. Good grief. <laughs> that was the word. What'd God, you do to her? Uh, now I think she fell asleep. Oh, I, 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 you know, I, I, again, this is one reason I like Peter David because he throws in all these little asides. Yeah. Pe- like people talk, like people do. I would you know? agree. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, so and we have, I've never seen this in all of our spider history, floating heads of Avengers guilt. Here we go, man. <laughs> Now he's telepathically communicating with uh, old Baldy here. Okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> look at the Twin it, Towers, it, it, too, it, man. Wow. Which just shows how useless is. Well, I guess it gets Pierce wasn't totally useless because he has to tell Spidey. Because remember, Spidey didn't hear the story that Reverend Tolliver told Flash and Ben right. uh, about how these con men work. So Dr. Druid says, you know, that's probably how this guy did it, but I can check him out personally if you want me to. Sp- and Spidey says, no, no, your useless cameo for whatever book Marvel is <laughs> trying to promote, uh, you know, has served its purpose. So no, I'll take and around this time, he was joining the Avengers with Sting- Steve Englehart. Why, why would he be an Avenger? He why? was in what? Avengers 300. He became an Avenger. But, but Him and not- Gilgamesh are the weirdest Avengers ever. Gilgamesh. Ever. Gilgamesh you know, and you got Reed and what, Sue. What did Grendel the join too, or something? <laughs> Reed, you know? Reed and Sue or Beowulf, the captain. <laughs> All right, go, 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 go. Spider Man answers the phone with a thwip. Ball, maybe Ball went there too. You know, <laughs> sacrificed a few kids along the way. But anyway, so Peter goes home, <laughs> waiting for Mary Jane. With, huh? Answers the phone with a thwip. Well, actually, yep. <laughs> Yeah, because after all, we still have we still at least it's not a rotary phone, uh, which is what I grew up with. Yeah, but um, so Flash says, Peter, you got to come to my place. Hurry, quick, please. And Peter says, oh, boy, Flash really sounds panicked. I can't wait for Mary Jane. I got to go see what's going on. So Peter swings there a Spider-Man, changes back to Peter Parker, drops in on Flash's apartment. And the last panel is we find out that Flash and Reverend have Betty there tied to a chair. And Betty, Betty says she's been kidnapped and she's desperate for Peter's help. So, all right. All right. All right. Last part, boys and girls. So we got to get through this quickly because Brad has me on the eight minute countdown. I, I, <laughs> all right. Wait a minute. What so, issue is it? It's 43, three web 43, 43. Okay. Let's all right. So, see. so anyway, wait. so Peter rightly says, well, wait a minute. This is like kidnapping. This is a federal offense. Uh, and he says, the Reverend, you're a man of God. Why, why'd you do this? And he says, well, you know, God gave us all the right of free will and hers has been taken away from her. We, it's our right. We have to give it back. And the Reverend says, by the way, haven't you done anything slightly not legal for the greater good? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, uh, assault battery, illegal entry, <laughs> but <laughs> never mind. Right. So anyway, so we go back to Mr. Miyagi and Todd. Uh, and Todd brings out the list of Betty's contacts, 
basically, you know, they said, here, give us a list of emergency contacts. Uh, so she lists everybody, you know, she knew or whatever. So they're going to go after him and because they figure that's Betty's got to be hiding with one of them. Meanwhile, Bruce is in the basement putting together a flamethrower. Or something, uh, so. I, I, look what they do to Betty. <laughs> That flash is bad. This is cracking me up. They strobe light her. What is this getting her out of the trance? What? <laughs> I just want to go home, says Betty. Well, they're they're trying to deprogram her. I okay. mean, it's not it's not an easy it's not an easy thing. Oh, what do you have experience with wiping brainwashing away? <laughs> no, but you just got sometimes you got to beat you got to beat the crazy out of people. You okay. know? <laughs> Look at look at the eyes in these panels as they're trying to break. Well, so they're trying to break Betty. Break, but break, breaking bad or breaking Betty. Breaking Betty. Breaking, breaking Betty. Betty. Part four of Cult of Love. Breaking Betty. Breaking Betty. Uh, but anyway, they do. Uh, so now Peter knows after finding out that basically when she joined the cult, they first locked her up, starved her or whatever, yeah. which is what they do. They try to break you down, destroy your individuality. And then almost like the military does. How, how many um, lights do you see Picard? Are there four lights? <laughs> wow. A next generation reference. Uh, look, well, at least right. my references are not David black Warner. and white. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet I bet you don't even know who wrote the good earth pull Pearl Buck. But anyway, so uh, any relation to Joe Buck from the Cardinals? Go ahead. <laughs> well, Joe, well, first of all, Jack Buck and Joe. There Buck, we sorry. go. Joe sorry, Buck nobody. is the inferior knockoff of Jack Buck. Jack Buck was one of the greatest broadcast baseball he was, I would broadcasters. Agree. Mr. Comics, I'm not putting that up on the screen. And, his, and, his, <laughs> and his son, his son is a, a, a very pale copy of him uh, yeah. with hair plugs. Um, so yeah. anyway, so they're trying to deprogram Betty and they find out that, you know, the cult, you know, they, they don't do very nice things to people as they try to break them down. So, so we know the cult is so the bad guys now, finally. So I think Peter knows too. So, so anyway, so Mary Jane's taking a shower, you know, and Aunt May invites herself over for no good reason because she's a, uh, a, a nosy old busybody, you know, and of course she's, you know, decides, Oh, I'll just take a look at these pictures. They're sitting oh on my the table. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Mary Jane in, in the lingerie. So, <laughs> So anyway, so, you know, meanwhile, back at Betty's <laughs> deprogramming, back at Betty's deprogramming, um, <laughs> they finally break her and she wants a cookie. Uh, she, she, oh my gosh. Look at this panel. This is, ah, down comes the what teacher. I forgot voices shouting. Can't rain. Wash the spider, wash the spider out. Shut up. <laughs> Well, during this time too, you know, yeah. as they tried to, they ask her like innocuous questions, like what's your favorite song, your rock band, your favorite color, yeah. you know, basically she's saying, I don't know because the, they haven't told me what to think. So yeah. the, the depth of the brainwashing, you know, is, is, becomes apparent. But anyway, so at this time, then a bunch of cult, you know, Todd and a bunch of cultists break in, Poor uh, apartment. Peter gets, uh, Peter gets, uh, Reverend Tolliver to safety. Uh, and, and basically he's making mincemeat out of these guys until they ca they grab flash and uh, put a knife to his throat. And so Peter, Peter has to surrender unless he wants to give up his secret identity. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Reverend Tolliver gets away and he calls the bugle to get in contact with Ben Urich because it's all going to go down now. All right. Anyway, Bruce is getting his, uh, Bruce is getting his fire extinguisher ready, <laughs> uh, you know, and, uh, you know, some guy says, Hey Bruce, we're going to have a student meeting. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Wouldn't want to miss that. Uh, and then he just carelessly tosses what, what his project away and starts. He sets a fire and you know where this is going to lead boys and girls. 
Yep. Well, it's a hot, it's a hot cult. Yep. Yeah. So we go back to Mary Jane and Peter's apartment with nosy old bitty body Aunt May. And Aunt May says, if you do anything to embarrass Peter, I'll have to dock you. Uh, and um, <laughs> Mary Doc Jane you. says, oh, you mean deck me, Aunt May, right? Ha ha. This is so funny. Uh, I guess I'll <laughs> just burn. I guess I'll just burn these photos and the negatives to ha ha. Happy ending. Whatever. D- more fire themes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Um, yeah. Anyway, so. Betty and Peter and Flash are all brought back to the, the compound. And, uh, you know, the, the Mr. Miyagi says, you know, look at the face of our enemy. What should we do? And, you know, all the cultists are going, kill him, kill him. You know, and, uh, you know, and, and Betty says, don't hurt them. They're my friends. And, you know, Mr. Miyagi says, well, they've obviously uh, broken you, but we'll fix you again. Yeah. Um, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that? What was that? What was that? What was the previous comment? with the Peter, Peter David mentioned? mentioned the original MJ subplot was posing for Playboy. Oh, uh, well, I'm glad he provided a little more perspective to it because it, it, it's not apparent through the, uh, it's not apparent in the, uh, uh, yeah. uh, the story. Now that would, that would have been different if it had been, well, I guess they wouldn't say that because they wouldn't want to be given Playboy free advertising. I don't know, but yeah. that did not come through. It, actually, it comes across as you doing a harmless harmless ad but anyway um well mr miyagi says no we're not gonna we're not gonna kill him we're not gonna do anything like that we're just gonna call the cops and say they were trespassing they kidnapped you and that'll be it we'll have turn them over to police um you know and uh, by the way bruce you know stop this stop all this and our arsonist shit um but of course the fire is now raging uh kate call kate calls ben uh, Yurik, um, we go to the, the room where uh, uh, Peter and Flash and, and Betty are held. Uh, the cultists break the fire. The cultists break in. The fire starts spreading, and Peter says, "That's it, you know, secret identity. You know, I've got to get us out of here." Uh, anyway, so so he busts loose, and uh, the fire is raging. Uh, Kate and Ben are on their way, uh, you know, and calling the cops and saying, "You know, we got we know that people are being held against their will." Uh, Mr. Miyagi and, uh, and Bruce or Mr. Miyagi confronts Spider-Man, uh, inspire and with a gun, Spider-Man kicks it and says, you know, I'll deal with you later. Uh, he gets flash and Betty out and Mr. Miyagi finds Firebug Bruce and basically is, says you're on your own, dude. Uh, you've screwed up one too many times. Uh, yeah. but, uh, Br- Bruce grabs onto him. No, no, don't, don't teacher, don't. <laughs> and then the fire, com- the, 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 everything crashes down. The compound comes down. Apparently the teacher and Bruce are dead. Probably, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, the police come, they mop everything up. Uh, flash takes Betty home and Kate fine because earlier i forgot earlier peter said that spider-man said someone named tracy was there uh tracy was the name of kate cushing's sister so kate approaches tracy and says i'm kate and tracy does not recognize her which breaks kate's heart and that's pretty well the end uh everybody goes their separate ways and and like i said i i you know, the fact when you don't see any bodies, obviously Bruce and Mr. Miyagi are not dead. I think Peter David probably had more he wanted to say about this whole mm-hmm. the whole cult thing. But I, I get the impression that he, though he was going to do more with it, uh, but obviously yeah. he never got around to it. Uh, I thought the whole Mary Jane subplot was pretty silly. I mean, what, what I mean, to be honest, what woman in modern times needs her husband, you know, it just seemed, but then again, it was well, late 1980. It was 18, 1988. I mean, that's not modern times. That's more than 30 years ago. Yeah, 
So, I don't know. It, yeah. is, it all, is all, it's all the same after so many years. But yeah. uh, anyway, was this a good story, as Brattle said? Yes, was uh, it good? It I was. It. it was. It was interesting. I, I, I like the idea that. Well, what Peter David is always readable, even if the stories are. Yes, he's I always agree. readable. He's got a handful for dialogue. He's got a handle on Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I, I think he wanted to tell a story where the solution was not beating somebody up. You know, to yeah. solve this problem, Peter and Spider-Man can't just go beat somebody up. They've got to solve it a different way. They've got to, you know, um, you know, understand kind of what draws people to cults, why these people are there. Uh, so he, he, I think he, I think the story just didn't, mat, it didn't quite match up to his ambitions for it. Maybe yeah. he would have done more with it, but uh, but it's an, an, an interesting selection. Fans uh, brought to yeah, you, you by demanded the Spider-Man crossbows. Here's another demand or a request: uh, Mad Dog uh, Ward as Spider History. So. Um, that's, that, okay, I'll think about it. That one immediately I'm, I'm, followed Craven's Last Hunt. Too. Yes, it did. I, I was kind of I was kind of surprised uh, yeah. that they would have such another deep psychological story after Craven's last time. But uh, I'll have to remember the Mad Dog Ward. I don't have my oh, I don't have a pen here. I couldn't even add to my list if I wanted to. Yeah. So. Uh, also, Hornacek is asking for art attacks. There you go. Oh, that was awful. It was, uh, <laughs> but so some of the worst ones are best shows. You know, all right. You know, we will fan, be, I don't know. The fans may have limits on their demands. <laughs> we will be back in just a couple minutes for our next episode. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.